All right, everyone. Welcome to episode one of the Dude Where's My NAR podcast. Um, we're here with Tyler, Maya, and our first guest, Steve Cobble. Um, Kyle Woods might jump on a little later. He's uh, running late, so if he does, it'd be awesome. If not, we'll plow through this without him. Um, so Steve's, Steve's our guest, and we're going to talk a little bit about his riding journey, how long he's been riding, uh, the things he's involved in. Uh, Steve's the president of the Southeastern Massachusetts NEMBA chapter. Um, I actually just got the Single Tracks magazine today and noticed something in oh, there. That we'll I haven't got about. mine yet. <laughs> yeah, I got it today and um, talk about something that I noticed in there. That should be an interesting topic. Um, but yeah, we, we'll jump into it, start asking some questions and get this discussion going. Um, so I think Maya's got, got a question for Steve and yes, yes some topics okay. here. <laughs> Hi, Steve. How are Hi. you? Nice Good. meeting you and seeing you. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, how long have you been riding? Um, since I was 28, around 28, but I've always ridden bikes. Um, always enjoyed riding bikes as a kid and everything and all the way from you know from when i first learned to ride a bike and then uh, when i got into a i got my first 10 speed um back in the 70s it was uh i thought it was a racer back then because i could i could beat every kid on the block but um i quickly learned that wasn't the case um that once i went to an actual race but um you know, I, I took a few years off um, while well, I went to college and, and stuff and messed around for a few years. And I, and I found um, I, I started mountain biking in um, my late 20s, basically, um, uh, kind of when mountain bikes were starting to be a thing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Very interesting. Um, uh, right now, what bike are you currently shredding? Uh, what day? <laughs> uh today i was out on my gravel bike um saw some more bird um but my main bike that i ride most of the time is the transition smuggler which is a um it's from uh, washington state um they made that particular model a couple of years uh, and they moved on to more um, carbon stuff and um different different designs but um I love the I love the bike. It's very durable and um, gets me where I want to go. Nice, Steve. What was your first bike? Like first official mountain bike? <laughs> uh, it was a Panasonic Mountain Cat. Um, it was a twenty six inch, fully rigid, um, twenty three inch frame because back then. The bike shops didn't know any better. They just sized you up for what you had ridden as a road bike. Um, so I rode that thing. I rode the piss out of that thing for a few years. Um, and uh, and until, until I got enough peer pressure telling me that I needed a, a frame that was smaller that would be more appropriate for trails. Um, but I threw myself over the bars plenty of times on that bike and, you know, did a lot of that kind of acrobatics until i realized that i needed a smaller frame uh, i really did so i uh i moved on from there so 
I'm so intrigued by that because when I started riding, I was a teenager and that was like in the early 2000s. So mountain bikes were already like fairly decent at that point. Nothing like they are today. But um, what's the craziest thing that you've done on like a fully rigid bike? What's the craziest thing I've done on a fully rigid bike? <laughs> yeah, on a trail. Oh, oh, um, I'm not that crazy of a rider, I don't think. Um, crazy? Hmm. Um, fully rigid? No, I gotta, I gotta think back now. That, that was a long time ago. <laughs> 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 I mean, I used I rode a hardtail until three years ago. Um, and, um, I used to love climbing up the hills and the green mountains with the, with the, um, the guys from the local bike shop that were riding like Kona dogs. And I was on my, my, uh, front suspension, hardtail 26er. And I, you know, we shuttle halfway up the hill and then I'd ride up the hill and they'd kind of walk behind me. <laughs> that was nice. kind of fun. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the craziest thing would have been. I think just riding a rigid down the trails that we ride today on, on like these bikes that we have is pretty crazy to be totally honest. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I, I, to be, I, I did the, most of the riding I did on the, those bikes were probably the, the craziest stuff was probably in blue Hills. Um, you know, where the Buck Hill trail was, just a drain at that point up and down the hill a few hundred yards. Um, and that's kind of where I just learned how to go up and down and bounce around off of rocks and stuff. Um, so that, that was, that was interesting. It was a, it was a learning curve there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Buck Hill is no joke. I wrote it for the first time. I don't know, a couple months ago and it's, it's a tough climb on, on, I got a 2021 track and, it's it's hard getting up there on that never mind oh yeah so it's fun it's fun oh yeah so i got a question for everyone who rode today i did i, did. <laughs> I only asked because i got to ride a little bit so. <laughs> nice. yeah yeah nice yeah but i did a road bike uh ride to the bike nice. shop and back to the car in the rain, in the thunderstorm, so it was fun. Fun. <laughs> I rode my my uh, my gravel bike today. My, my RG bike, road gravel bike, um, three times around the Blue Hills on the just on the road, um, just uh, basic loop, and um, that was enough. I waited to you know I, I kept putting it off, putting it off until it was like. 12:15 in the afternoon is the hottest part of the day. Mm. Finally got over there and uh, and went about my suffering for a few minutes. It was fun. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. fun when I, you know, I, t I had I had a another uh, it's a gravel bike so it has 40 C tires on it and I had a I had a guy behind me I could see coming up behind me on skinny skinny real like 23 C tires and you know like aero bars and stuff and I'm like I just put it, put the pedal, put the pedal in the metal, and just, you know, made him suffer for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. That's always fun. Yeah, I 
I just rode the, the local loop uh, near me. It's uh, called Nordic Mountain. Um, they had they I don't know if they still do, but they used to have like a like a World Cup uh, cross country race there. Um, so the the first part of that um, that trail for about a mile and a half is about three hundred feet of climbing, and it's not so fun. <laughs> so I usually force myself through that. Um, and there's there's a ski lift there, but they don't use it during the summer. So uh, I'm always staring at that thing, kind of mad. But uh, <laughs> um, but then they have they have a whole bunch of basically unmarked like downhill trails off of that. Um, so I'm always finding new routes. And today I found uh, like, it was like a two foot drop into a little roller into like a like a little kicker uh, made out of a boulder. Um, so that was kind of fun. Um, Want to. I definitely slammed on my brakes the first time. So I was like, I have no, well, no idea what's on the other side of this. <laughs> so I stopped and then went back and did it. So I'm kind of excited to link all that together in the next week or so. But yeah, that was my day. I rode Ponky today, um, which is like, call it Ponky, but it's a Ponkapog side of Blue Hills Reservation. Steve's super familiar with it, obviously. Um, some great single track over there. I did a quick like five mile ride, put on the GoPro, messed around a little bit, but um, it's like a perfect segue because the first time I think it was the first time I rode Ponky was with Steve on a group ride on a Thursday night. I think there was like ten of us, and uh, you know, just blazing through all that. And and like I said, it's it's a perfect segue because. You know, Steve's the chapter president of Southeastern NEMBA, and NEMBA is New England Mountain Biking Association. They do a ton of trail work, mountain biking ad- advocacy, um, group rides, events. I mean, I'll let Steve speak to all that because he's a little bit more familiar with it. But again, it was one of those things where I was able to go on a group ride and kind of learn those trails and the best part is it's literally a six minute car ride from my house. Like it's right there. Um, so yeah, it was cool to ride today. You know, I, I wish I could have done double what I did, but I had to get home and whatnot. But, um, Steve, why don't you talk a little bit about like what it's like to be the president of the, of the chapter and, and kind of what NEMBA is all about and what you guys do and, and you know, how that's helped you in, in your mountain biking journey, so to speak. Um, well, it's first and foremost um, just being uh, being the chapter president. Um, communication, I, I communicate with everybody, um, whether it's by, mostly by Facebook, but a lot of um, email and messenger lists and stuff like that. Um, and um, you know, try to try to speak to the membership as much as possible and get people involved with group rides and events that we have. Um, we have, um, obviously, we're just kind of restarting everything now, but um, but everything's starting to come back into place. Um, so we, um, you know, we organize um, rides all over the Southeast Mass area. Uh, we, we fondly call it the Southeast Kingdom. Um, yeah, but um, basically from, from uh, so just south of Boston, all the way to, to Cape Cod um, is, is the area, um, and uh, so there's tons of tons of riding, tons of parks, um, and um, 
you know, we're always trying to get more people interested, you know, letting the public know about what we do and stuff. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I try to, um, I always stay in touch with the local land managers, um, and negotiate with them when we can about, uh, doing some more, doing some trail maintenance and sometimes building new trails. Um, and um, keeping on their good side, of course, at all times. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I stay in touch with the local, uh, the other advocates in the area, um, as well as all of New England, um, you know, from um, Vermont Mount Bike Association to Mass Bike, which is a Boston-based group, um, and um, everything in between, bike shops and bike shop owners and everybody um so it's a it's kind of a it's it, they do, there's a lot a lot of a lot of sides to what i do um but um you know it's it's i have fun with it nice and it, i i have to personally like i'm local to you so i'm just gonna personally say thank you because it's guys like yourself and the guys that came before you and and yes. all the organizations that you're part of and especially nimba like I wouldn't be riding the trails that I ride um, if it wasn't for all the hard work you guys put in. And, you know, I joined, I'm trying to get involved. Life is crazy. You got a five-year-old daughter. Um, I joke about it. I, I did my first piece of trail work over at Cutler the other day, put in two boards and then went and got the nails to bring them back to where the work was being done. So yeah. um, <laughs> appreciate every little bit you do. That's fine. It's a, it's a start. Yeah. I got to get out there with the weed whacker soon. <laughs> yeah, everything's getting growing in, growing in now, right now, this time of year. It's, it's insane. Like, because probably because we had a year where nobody would go out and work together. Um, so we couldn't. So, um, so that's, that's part of the problem is that everything, uh, everything's just growing in and wasn't taken care of for a year. Another just um, PSA, if you're not already joined up in your local trail organization, association, like whatever it is, join it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely encourage that. And Kyle jumped on, too. What's going on, guys? How are you? I definitely uh, have to agree with uh, joining up with your local trail organization, whether it's just, uh, you know, a volunteer day where it's like once a month or once a, once a week, uh, one day, usually ours here locally was Saturday. So I try to join up with that. Uh, fortunately I haven't been able to, uh, join up with any, uh, um, local trail days or anything like that because of my new job. So definitely looking forward to the next time I can do something like that. Well, the, 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 Part of it is just basically uh, a lot of it has to do with just joining up. You join up and support the group. Whether you go out and work on the trail, it doesn't matter as much. Um, if you're part of the part of the collective, that's really where it's at. Um, and it's just uh, building strength in numbers, basically. Um, you know, that's where that's where it's at. Um, more people that we assimilate into our our local groups, um, the stronger we get. Most definitely. I like to see it as well as like a, almost like a pre-ride type thing. Like if you're out there doing some trail work, you know, you can kind of scope out the areas depending on where you're working. So you never know. It could be beneficial. 
It's always good. To, yeah, it's always good to get it's it. It's beneficial for sure. Always good to get in there and work on the. You know, if you get in the work on the trail, you see it from a different angle because you're not riding along. You're walking. Anytime I walk or hike or even if I'm not working on the trail, you're just walking down the trail. It's you see things in a different from a different perspective, um, especially places like in the Blue Hills where we have, it's a multi-use park. It's an urban, basically an urban park um, where thousands of people visit every week. So it's, uh, it's important to understand where the people that are walking down the trails with their dogs and kids and grandmas, um, where they're coming from, you know, and, and how to deal with, how to deal with them when you get back on your bike um, and how to, how to, how to respect that when you get back on your bike. Um, Cause it's, um, you know, it's, you're going at a different speed when you're on your bike. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always good to see, just as good to, to, to remind yourself what that what that's like when you're just walking along and, and, and there's a bike on the trail as well. Yeah, it's something I'm going to have to do. I haven't done any of that yet, but I just got a vehicle, so I can probably make it to some trail days. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, yeah, be good. I would like to ask you something. I'm pretty sure you've made an impact in many people. Um, but to you, who has been your mountain bike role model or that person that inspired you to actually go for it in the beginning? Uh, well, I, I have probably more than one. Um, definitely more than one role model in my life uh, as far as that goes. But um, I mean, when I when I first started riding uh, mountain bikes in Blue Hills and the south southeast area, um, I met this guy um, Bill Bowles, who um, turned out to be instrumental in starting up Namba from the beginning. Um, at, the, at the time, he was he was just the the, the organization was just uh, just a baby at that point. He was he was he had a lot to do with getting that going. Um, and I, I joined very early on as well, um, but uh, I wasn't there for the first, you know, the first day of it. But he, he actually was there when it actually was, um, you know, put together initially um, at, a, at, a, at a meeting. Uh, it was actually a meeting in Boston where um, Department of Transportation, where we were trying to um, were wrestling with the fact that the Blue Hills um, had some horse some uh, equestrians that didn't like us and we were new to the trails and um so they were trying to we were trying to state our case um and um one of the one of the girls that, that was there in the initially in the beginning um one of the women, women that was there uh, spoke up and she said uh she introduced herself as being from new england mountain bike association that wasn't a thing then yet <laughs> it was just it, that was just uh it was it was it, it was just a way to get in and and uh you know get the conversation started and it just grew from there but bill bowles um he's uh, always been a, a mentor of mine or um uh, i guess i call him a guru back in back in the day um but uh he uh, he's he was he worked for dirt rag for uh, for Many years as the uh, he, wrote, he wrote as the old coot in the in the dirt bag magazine, um, which is which actually um, that kind of uh, closed a couple of years last year 
um the magazine closed up but um he's still around he's still riding bikes down cape cod um almost every day of the week and uh he's 70 something mid 70s now and still having a blast on a bike um just saw him yesterday he's still still cruising along nice that's that's something that hopefully when i'm that age i i get to do and uh i don't Steve, I don't know if you mentioned, you know, how old you were. I know you, you're 60 and, or ish. I might don't, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not adding years. Um, you're right. So I have to give a shout out to like that dude who's 70. That's just insane. And like riding with Steve, I'll be honest. I work my ass off to keep up with him. He rides so fast on these trails and I'm 33, by the way, so half Steve's age. No offense, Steve. This is actually a compliment. Um, literally, like, struggle to keep up. Uh, and that's huge kudos. Every day, every day the kids get younger. I can't figure that out. So it's it's I'm always I'm always glad to always glad to uh, be being you know uh, pushing you along or pulling you along. It, it's great. I love it because I, I my Strava stats are up whenever I ride with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that your average was kind of low today. It was. I I was. <laughs> it was. It was like two miles per hour lower than normal <laughs> than when we ride. I will say the bugs are ferocious right now. Terrible out there. I guess I'm glad I was on the road today. Yes, you are. <laughs> like, oh. The last two weeks for me, the mosquitoes started getting bad, even around my house. So after like, when I go and take a walk just down the county road, I got to wear bug spray. They're pretty bad. So. I've been yeah. in my, my garden lately just because there's too many mosquitoes out there and stuff. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> the things we yeah. put ourselves through to, yes. to ride mountain bikes. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'll ask a question here. Um, so when you like first started um, to want to become president of uh, Southeast East Mass Nimba, um, like what was, what was something that you were really looking forward to, or maybe potentially seeing, uh, something that you like wanted to change or grow at the time? Uh, well, I'll tell you the truth. Um, I didn't go into it wanting to be president. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of okay. happened. Um, we, uh, we were in Somerville at a, a uh, mountain bike film premiere or something like that. And, um, across the street is red bones barbecue so we went there before before or after the, the viewing i guess um and it which doubled as a chapter meeting because i was going to chapter meetings at that point um and um and basically got my arm twisted into um being the president of southeast mass number um <laughs> so there really wasn't uh I, I mean i always i was involved at that point i was doing i was actually doing a lot for the chapter at that point um, so it was kind of a natural thing to, to jump in and, um, and, and do that. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I really didn't know at that point. And basically, um, 
at that point, I just wanted to keep things rolling and get, you know, get more people involved um, with the trail days that we were having and the, and the group rides and everything. And just um, the same stuff I do now, just, uh, just, um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So how long ago was that, Steve? Uh, that was, I've been told it's like 14 years ago, 14 or 15 years ago. <laughs> i can't really remember um, so in in the beginning i mentioned the single tracks magazine and what is that a monthly is that monthly steve uh that it was um it used to come out like five or six times a year it's down to three times a year now okay um, yeah but uh it's a great publication it's still still produced in black and white for the most part um and it's um I don't know how many pages. I got one in front of me, like 30, 40 pages of um of reports from every chapter um of what's going on in the chapter. And we have twenty, I think twenty-nine chapters in New England, um, all the way up to um northern New Hampshire and Maine and Connecticut, Rhode Island and uh a small portion of, of Vermont. Um but um we're all over the place and um, so every, every chapter gets to report on what's going on in their chapter. Um, uh, you get a, you get a page or two to, to, um, lay it out and, and promote, promote what's going on and uh, have a few pictures of, uh, events that you've had and stuff and what the fun's been going on. And, um, there's usually a couple of, uh, feature stories in there or, um, you know, people write about their trip out west or something like that or um or the local trails that are being built in um in new hampshire or whatever just uh, um it's a it's a blank slate that when we first start to uh, to uh put it together for each issue um but we always have um you know it, it, it gives you the lineup of all the all the board members and and uh, their contact infos and the, the shops and businesses that support the organization and there's there's ad space for um, companies that want to put a bigger ads and stuff like that so it's it's a pretty well-rounded um, publication so i i joined nemba um our chapter after meeting you i don't know four or five six months ago whatever it was I got my first issue today and I was reading our chapters and some big news in there. It's, <laughs> it's you know, I, I read today and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so um, I just read that Steve's actually after 14, 15 years is going to step down as the president of the chapter. And, and I want to talk, you know, ask you about that. I, you know, I get it. Um, makes sense. Like you want to pass the torch or whatever and just kind of elaborate on that. Uh, well, I'm kind of hoping that someone uh, someone can come in, and uh, we haven't found anybody yet uh, specifically. We have a couple ideas, a couple of people that are being considered, um, but um, yeah, just uh, I feel like it's time to pass it on to to someone that uh, we have a brand new um, executive director for Nemba as well, Travis Council, um, and uh, he's got a lot of great great ideas and new ideas, and uh, it's time to infuse new ideas and everything and. Uh, into our chapter as well. I like it. Yep. I'm going to miss you. But not, that gonna, not, gonna, not, that, not that I'm going to change what I do. I'm still going to do the same stuff. You know, I'm not going to, I'm always going to be uh, there for people um, on the on the Facebook and Messenger and email and phone calls and all that stuff. So 
um, yeah, I'm not going to change a whole lot of what I do. Um, I'll let someone else kind of do their thing too. That's pretty good, man. I was just going to ask, honestly, if you were going to, there was going to be any difference in free time with, uh, you know, passing the torch on, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a learning curve for someone else. Um, but, uh, there really is, there was no job description when I started. Um, they, uh, over COVID, they, the group has actually put together job descriptions for all the different positions and stuff, um, and, uh, elections procedures and all this stuff. So, um, we've done a lot of restructuring over the past year and a half or so. Uh, so, um, things are more defined and, and, uh, whoever comes in will have a better idea of what they should be doing and take it from there. Nice. We're all volunteers, so we do, you know, you do what you can do, and that's it. You know, I mean, you can't really, um, you can't, uh, you're not getting paid for it, so you, you do what you do with the time that you have. It's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, awesome stuff. Did you guys ask any questions that I was supposed to ask by any chance, or I was just going to kind of go with the flow, honestly? I know all the ones that I remembered, like uh, what was Steve riding when it first happened? Yep. We talked about that. The okay. Panasonic. Yeah. <laughs> I just think of a TV every time. Man. Me too. I think of a TV I just every time. With handlebars. Those bikes back in the day, it was just like a straight bar, basically. It was like there was nothing. You had a straight bar. It was like maybe like 15 inches wide where you had um, or uh, you had like these bull moose handlebars with the crossbar you know like a bmx style style you know dangerous but usually the bars were too long for me at the i always cut them down to like 12 inches or something it was crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy i couldn't do that whole different world yep so steve i i got something for you i know you just did a huge gravel ride this weekend in vermont how was that uh, that was his. That was his, oh, its own um, own kind of gnar, 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 gnar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was its own kind of gnar. Um, that was uh, fifty-five miles of uh, gravel roads up in northern Vermont, northeast kingdom, Vermont. Um, five thousand feet of climbing. Um, beautiful day for it. You know, beautiful scenery, goats, cows, chickens, um, you know, old rusty heaps on the side of the road, um, you know, broken down barns and all the scenery and the nice mountains and everything, uh, mountains and lakes. Beautiful, beautiful ride. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. I know for me, like, one of my goals this year was to stop more when I'm out there because, like, Obviously, you never want to stop, right? You just ride, 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 pedal, 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 pedal. Especially, like, when I'm riding by myself, one of my goals is to stop and, and enjoy, like, the nice places that I'm around because it's so beautiful out there. And and it's easy to just ride and not see a whole lot of it. So that's, like, that that hit for me. Yeah, I mean, I've always – I haven't, haven't done much racing um, ever. I've done a few races, but um, – Usually, if I do sign up for a race, I wind up stopping and taking pictures, anyways. 
because that's just I just don't get the racing thing I guess you know I, I can be a little competitive with my friends and stuff but um but uh yeah I like to stop and you know, on a group ride even just to just stop and document the ride as we go along you know and um just have some fun with it nice so uh Steve here's a question for you what is your favorite place to ride or what is the uh, best trail system that you've ever ridden or been to? Uh, so many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's like, you know, some people, I work in a restaurant people come to the restaurant and say, what's good. Right. <laughs> it's all good. Um, you know, um, I, for years we had, we've had this, um, We've had Nemba Fest up in the Northeast Kingdom, Vermont, Burke, Vermont. Um, not happening anymore up there um, for a couple of different reasons. Um, but uh, we'll, we're looking for we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, we're gonna do it in a different location eventually next year. Um, possibly Carabasset, uh, Maine, where Sugarloaf Ski Area is. Um, but uh, that's the Northeast Kingdom. Kingdom Trails um, is was one of the uh, as you guys would say, the OG um, areas to ride, um, <clears throat> and um, it's uh, it, it's a it's a collective of landowners that uh, I think it's up to 99 landowners now that have all agreed to let people use their use their property to ride through, um, and uh, it's so they built an association of these people that that. Uh, agreed to that and um to ride the trails there's a small fee day fee or you buy a yearly pass which is still very reasonable um and that's they have a they have an executive director they have employees underneath that um take care of the trails a lot of volunteers um but it's it's up, up in the middle of you know, burke vermont which is i don't know how many residents there was probably you know t 20 years ago there was probably you know I don't know, a few hundred residents. And now that's grown since mountain biking has, um, as well. So, um, that, that was a great model. That's, that's always a great model for, um, for other areas that want to build, um, build on, build places like that. that people will want to come and uh, help, help the economy, build the economy of the area. Um, Burke was very, it wasn't um, a, a very, um, how do you say? Uh, um, thriving. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't thriving. It probably wasn't thriving as much as it is now. Um, definitely wasn't. Um, and uh, the, the, the industry up there is not uh, huge. So uh, to get the economy, the, 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 a lot of people, a lot of the tourists and the people who went to ride bikes there, they go to ride bikes now. Um, they just they just pour pour a lot more energy and money into the economy into the area um so it's it's a good model that's worked you know it works and uh you know it's it's proved to get too big for itself um but um they're working on that now to um because there, there has to be a mutual respect between the people that use the the properties and the, um, and the property owners as well um but especially the people who use their properties because um, they're being given that that uh, opportunity to, to ride on the trails that they wouldn't necessarily have 
um, if the owner and landowner didn't give permission to ride on that. Uh, so um, it's a, it's a del delicate um, situation. And, um, and um, but it's, that's one of my favorite places to ride in a nutshell. <laughs> Nice. Uh, I haven't been there yet, yet this year, but um, a few trails were closed as, a, as uh, there were some issues with the landowners um, last year, year before last. Um, but um, they they keep building and they keep the they keep the faith. They keep pushing and building more trails, and um, and uh, it's just a great scene up there when you get up there. It's uh, uh, any given summer day. It's, there's just bikes people people with bikes everywhere, um, enjoying the scenery and uh, going to the local bars and the bike shops and just uh, is, the scenery is awesome from the top of the hills. Um, a lot of machine built trails. Um, so that's, that's one of the top places around here, but there's, there's a lot of other places. Um, you know, I love to ride Green, Green Mountain Trails, which is in Pittsfield, Vermont. Um, those are all, that's completely different because it's one landowner and, um, and it's, um, he commissioned, uh, a, a mountain bike rider to take care of those trails and build new trails, um, by hand, no, no machinery involved. Um, so it's, a, that's a, that's a special place in itself as well. Um, there's definitely not built like all the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tons of places to ride down Cape Cod. Um, there's the, uh, West Barnstable, uh, conservation area down there where there's just miles and miles of quick ups and downs. And, um, you know, you get, you, didn't, you wouldn't believe the amount of elevation you get riding on Cape Cod, which you, most people think is a flat area, but it's just not, <laughs> um, you know, and it's, a, and it's a blast, lots of twisty single track and very well taken care of. So few areas. I've, I've never really ventured out of, out of New England, so I don't know on, on a mountain bike. Um, Sounds like there's plenty for you to ride out. Oh, there, I don't though. know. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to ride out in the Northwest some, someday. Um, and uh, Oregon, Seattle, um, that area um, someday. But I'm happy here now. Have you been nice. to Florida? Sorry? Have you been to Florida? Uh, no, actually, no. I've heard it's kind of flat and watery down there. I don't know. <laughs> Plus, people get eaten by crocs on the single track trail. So. Mosquito, mosquitoes the size of pterodactyls. Some people say it's, um, they think it's really boring, but I mean, I'm, I live here in Florida. I've, I've traveled outside of the state and I've compared like one with the other and yes you might find Florida a little bit flat compared to other stuff but um when you find time you know like to put that like in the bucket list or something like I invite you down here um to experience some of the trails because they're pretty pretty awesome really some of them. Yeah, I've heard a lot about it. Uh, the trails down there, and a lot of good, seen a lot of good pictures and videos and stuff yeah. of people down there. I have a bunch of friends that live down there, and they they seem to have a great time. Uh, we have the um, Rob Mooney, who was the I think he was the, the New England champion around here um, years ago, and he he moved down there. Um, Rob Mooney, I know that I. I you know Rob Mooney. 
I've ridden with him. Yes. Yeah. Pretty awesome. I love that guy. Yeah. I mean, he went from, he went from, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He, Steve, he Steve taught him everything he knows. Uh, not quite, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's pretty awesome. And he, he came from new England and, uh, and he's, you know, every time I see him post his story on Facebook or whatever, he's just having a blast down there, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. That you that's, know him. Yeah, that's cool. cool that's cool with him. Yeah. Yeah, he used to be. We used to ride together all the time. Oh, cool! I'm gonna mention you to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Small world. Yeah, definitely. You don't know anybody here in Toledo. Where's Toledo? What are you asking? No, I've only I've only driven through Ohio, um, just to get to the other side. <laughs> like most people I think. <laughs> yeah that's really um, all i've done too <laughs> yeah i mean i, I see that it's a, I, I've, I've heard that there's plenty of riding to do there um and uh i mean pretty much everywhere you go now is there's there's some pocket of trail somewhere um so i am excited to do more exploring in the future what about milton you know anyone in milton massachusetts Milton, Massachusetts. Yeah, I know some knuckleheads over there. <laughs> um, so speaking of riding and riding new places, we, Steve actually brought it up. There's a mountain biking festival, Flow State in Vermont. That's yep. um, coming up quick, two weekends away, right? End of the month. Um some Nemba guys are going up there. I was lucky enough to tag along and going to do some camping and riding. It's my first mountain biking festival. I'm pumped to go up there and just be able to ride whenever I want all day, whatever. Although I'll probably be exhausted after the first morning ride and sit at camp for the rest of the day and drink coffee. But um, yeah, Steve, talk, I mean, I'm sure you've been to a ton of different events. Um, yeah, th that's going to be an exciting event because uh, we missed Namba Fest last year for a couple different reasons, but COVID didn't help because um, we usually have it in June. Um, so we uh, we weren't able to have it last year. Um, and as everybody knows, all the all the events for the year since then were just canceled. Um, so, uh, and we weren't able to organize to get a, a number fest, um, this year. Um, so, um, and, uh, a lot of the other events still are kind of catching up. So, um, the flow state is filling a big void for us. Um, they, I think they started out with, uh, conservative kind of numbers as far as how many they're going to let in and how many campers and stuff. But, uh, every time I look, they're adding, they're adding more, they're pushing that number up. So it's, that's good. Um, it's going to be a fun event. It's in a town, it's in a, on a mountain uh, called a, Sc a Scutney in Vermont, um, pretty close to the New Hampshire border. Um, it's an old, um, ski area that's not used for skiing anymore as far as uh, lift service and stuff. But, um, but it's turning into uh, turning to be a fun, uh, big place for mountain biking. So I, I haven't been there yet. Uh, I know the terrain in the area, but I haven't actually ridden there yet. So I'm really looking forward to that. Same here. I'm counting the minutes. Yeah, there's something about like you know three or four thousand mountain bikers camping out in the field, 
Um, you know, it can get a little crazy sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait. Yep. Yeah, I will. I will ask. Uh, what is your favorite mountain biking memory? Uh, that's another tough one. <laughs> mm, I don't know how I can answer that. Maybe a really memorable thing. Um, well, I, 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 I hate to keep referring back to Nemberfest, but that was like the highlight of my year for many years. Um, so, um, that, that was that was the thing really the festival with thousands of bikers and um you know just having a big party it's always the best for me just getting getting everybody together it's awesome i haven't been to a festival yet so uh, i gotta i gotta make that trip up to copper harbor this year yeah that's gonna be in september so that'll be Definitely. that'll be a blast um yep. like i've gone i went uh like i went like four or five years ago um when i like first bought my hardtail but um yeah i think i rode a little bit of the cross-country loop and then just uh volunteered at the, the cross-country race they had and uh it was uh raining <laughs> the whole time <laughs> and i was handing out gatorade <laughs> and everyone was just coming uh out of that that trail uh just annihilated apparently there was like a spot in the trail that like two feet of water or something <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I, I want to see more of that and see what it's like when it's dry. <laughs> so, yeah. Was that part of that, uh, that gravity series, Lake Superior gravity series? I, it might be. Cause I know that day they do a cross country race or a couple even. Um, and then there's, uh, a few enduro classes and then also a downhill race. So I'm pretty sure it is. Got a couple points in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. No points. No points no in points. that series. That was a bad race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might I might sign up for the beginner enduro because it's two stages of blue. So we'll see. Nice. Be all right. Yeah. Steve, Steve, we gotta get Maya, Tyler, and Kyle up to New England to ride. Definitely. Dude, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> some New England jank and some rocks and roots. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's nothing easy about New England. What fun would it be if it was easy? I did a ride. I did a ride a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, up in um, in Vermont again. Um, it just seems the direction I go every time. But um, Vermont Overland is a entity up there that puts on um, gravel rides and mountain bike rides and races. And I did one up there a couple of years ago. I did a couple of years in a row. And um, the second year I did at Tinker Juarez was there. And uh, I saw him for the first like 30 seconds as his entourage just whisked him up and up the hill, you know, away from me. <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, that, that was, a, that was a crazy ride. That was, um, I think it was 35 miles of class four um, unmaintained dirt roads, Jeep roads, riding through rivers and across um, through uh, beaver dams and stuff like that. Um, and tons of elevation, um, hottest day of the year again. Uh, just, uh, 
Yeah, just uh, I did that on my hardtail the first year, and uh, I had a blast. Um, and uh, but there's, there's there was nothing easy about that thing. I mean, you get to points where there's, you know, you might be out of the out of the gnar, out of the bony stuff, but then you're on a dirt road and you're climbing up a hill. Uh, um, and, uh, you just, you think the top's right there and then you get around the corner and it's still going up and, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you just have to just keep, keep going. <laughs> you know? uh, uh, I'd be so mad at myself. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> those, those, are the, those are the events I really like. Those really like, that was really, um, hometown, like, um, put on by the locals and just, um, you know, only a couple hundred people in the, in the event total. And just, um, everybody kind of knows each other and everybody has a beer afterwards and, um, just, you know, good times. Nice. And then we all got together for Narfest. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. Oh, (laughs) we're going to set something up. Um, so, I mean, Steve, as far as like, I guess in a, in a sentence, and I guess this is the big question, right? We're going to ask everyone who comes on here and honestly, thank you for being gracious enough to be our first guest. And, you know, um, nobody knows I'm going to say it right now. This is the second time we tried to record this. So this episode is going to be internally known as dude, where's my recording? Because the other one just disappeared off a cloud. Um, but on, like, seriously, thank you for doing this and taking the time out of your day twice. Yes, um, thank you. No, I had a great rehearsal last week. This is, a, I really, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> it's always a good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is, I mean, this podcast, we talked about it in the episode zero or whatever. It's, it's kind of like an everyday mountain biker podcast, right? not talking to pros. Maybe we will someday, who knows? Like the average mountain biker, whether they've been riding a year or 20 years, 28 years or whatever it is. And it kind of the theme and the main question is like, why do you ride? And I know that's a tough question, but in it, there's a thousand answers. Why do you ride, Steve? Oh, I, well, I've always ridden to get out, get fresh air, enjoy being outside in nature. Um, and, um, get, uh, you know, get some exercise. Um, always figured if I just try to keep ahead of the, the aging process by just riding as much as I can. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, and, uh, it's, it's kind of turned into why I ride now a lot of times it's because i've got friends i can ride with um i i've worked in the restaurant business most of my life so all my life so um a lot of night work a lot of weekends so uh the the uh having friends to ride with is, is a, was a luxury um up until you know uh, a year or so ago when i'm working days now so it's um it's been a pleasure to be able to get, reconnect with my friends and uh you know, rides as much as we want to basically every night. Um, and, uh, that's, that keeps me, that's keeps me going as far as, you know, one of the reasons why I, why I ride, you know, because I think it's, that's, that's a lot, has a lot to do with it, the social end of it. The community. For sure. Yep. I like it. Yep. Hey, thanks to, Actually, thanks to the, this community, I ended up 
making another family, you know, my best friends. I, I met my best friend right now, thanks to the mountain bike community. And I, I, I really enjoy just meeting new people and talking with you guys and everything. You know, it's, it's all fun. Thank you for everything. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, 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 and like, as far as Steve goes, we connected through the Facebook group randomly. He's local, uh, local to me in Massachusetts and kind of linked up, went on some rides and got to know him and, and through him and his community, the huge network of mountain biking people he has, I met a ton of people like on the group rides and, and instantly connected it. And, yep. and thank you for that, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That initial, hey, you want to go for a ride Monday on Memorial Day? And again, shout out for that, right? Because I had posted in the group that I had gotten hurt. Like I went out two days in March, early in the season. Kind of, again, just had just got my bike in, in the fall. And it was nice out, 60 degrees, two days. Had a nice ride at Wampy. Like the first day, was feeling good about myself. And then the second day I hit, like tried to do something I had no business doing, went over the bars. <laughs> I got it on video, by the way, I have it on GoPro and basically just sprained the shit out of my thumb and banged up my shoulder and it was terrible. So it took me like six weeks to come out of that before I could ride again. And again, Steve being on a page, remember that he got hurt. And reached out and was like, hey, we're riding Cutler on Memorial. It was Memorial Day. I didn't have to work. We're riding Cutler Memorial Day. A couple of us, you want to come? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And he's like, it's nice. You know, it's not too techy. Pretty easy ride for the most part. It'll be perfect for you, like, coming off an injury. And I was like, holy crap. Like, he remembered I had gotten hurt. And, like, it was a perfect place to get back back on the bike and, and riding. And one of my buddies from work actually showed up late and we, we kind of took off without him. Cause I told him like, we're leaving at this time and he wasn't there. So we left and he linked up with us. And after again, back to like Steve, just pedaling his ass off. He's younger than I am in better shape. And at work, like later on, he's like, dude, those guys don't stop pedaling. <laughs> so, that, was, that was pretty funny. Good stories. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I hope in 20 something years or whatever it is, I, I'm sitting here with some people who have been riding a year or two and I get to share some stories like you have. Yep. I got another one. What's your favorite thing to do after a ride with your buddies? Uh, typically, um, I like to have a beer. Um, that was a leading question. I already knew that, but <laughs> you knew that. Let's talk about beer. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, one is fine. You know, I try not to get carried away before I get on the road. But, um, you know, we, we try to have one in the parking lot afterwards, um, you know, and uh, talk about the ride, talk about bike maintenance or troubles or whatever, just uh, hang out for a little bit after the ride. The best part, post-ride beer. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did have a, um, a good um, had the athletic brew um, you know, the other day after the rate, after the ride. It was a hazy IPA style. It, it tasted it tasted good. I've I've heard that the non-alcoholic uh, brews weren't that great, but I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I've seen that. I'll have to try it. Yep. Yeah. I don't even know. 
I'd probably have to order it online, I suppose. I don't think I can get that around here. Yeah, they were just giving it away after the ride. So I figured I'd try oh. that first, and then I'd have a loss in this uh, sip of sunshine after that. Nice. Might be illegal in Wisconsin, but I, I'm sure I can probably get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the all, one of the all time uh, memories that I have, I have is um, to add to the all time thing um, was when we built the Buck Hill Trail um, in 2013. We were able to um, get permission to build a trail up a, a, a nearly one mile single track trail up the side of a hill where the trail that went to the top of the hill was maybe 300 yards and it was a drain up and down the hill um, just would wash out every time it ran and just was if you stand if you stood in the middle of it you're, you'd be shoulder height with the forest floor um, that's how deep it was um, and it's still there but it's uh we closed it in order to make this new trail and um that uh, was uh, was an instant hit. Even with even with the guys, I had a guy I got a call from one of the local bike shop owners, and he said, "What is this? You closed that trail?" I, I said, "Well, you know what? Try the new one." And he called me the next day. He said, "I tried that. That's awesome." <laughs> I was like, "You guys did a great job." And we had that one. We had forty um, something volunteers on that day. Um, it took it took a year to get permission, and then took a, a while to actually designed the trail um and um but uh but after that um after a few years after that we kind of decided that um that trail was getting a lot of use and um we wanted to replace replace a trail another fall line trail on the other side to get back down um to take some of the traffic off the the other trail and um so it was another year in process to get the permission and go through all the hoops. And, <laughs> but um, we got that done. It's kind of a kind of a, it's very similar to the one that we built in 2013, where it just kind of snaked up the hill for almost a mile. And uh, you can ride both trails either way. Um, but the best part of it was that uh, both both trails were historic, and and the fact that. Um, Blue Hills was put, Blue Hills um, was put together as an urban park over 100 years ago, and um, no trails have been built since then uh, until until 2013 when we built the first one. So um, we did definitely take credit for that. Um, you know, it was really exciting to get that stuff done, um, and uh, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's one of that's my awesome. great that, for that sure. Day, yeah, the second the second one um, when we did the second one in 2016, we it was um, we had 80 volunteers from Friends of Blue Hills and from Nemba and from the general public, uh, and it was just huge. And we had a barbecue afterwards and everything, and uh, really well organized, and um, it was really fun. That's like hearing you talk about Blue Hills. That's my backyard. I I can ride ride my bike from my house through a few trails take the road a little bit and uh, in eight minutes I'm on that trail network. Yeah. So that's, it's awesome. It's so cool in there. There's such a mix of everything. Yep. And ironically, you know, the, with all the trail building, all the, all the COVID trail building that's going on everywhere. Uh, nothing really in the blue Hills, as far as like kids going in there and, and just ripping up the, you know, cause it, it, they're really sensitive over there to, 
um, you know, most as most land managers are, you know, you need to have, get permission. Um, and um, we've seen that, seen a lot of that stuff going on the past year or so. Um, and it's, I hope it doesn't catch up to us, uh, you know, as far as, as, as mountain bikers. Um, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's Blue Hills, Blue Hills is special like that because there really wasn't any of that going on. Um, just people that would go out on their own and take care of the trails as usual. So the Buck Hill, what, what Steve's talking about, I've ridden up the trail. It's pretty tough trail for me anyways when I rode it to get up there, right? Whatever. It's pretty techy. Got to when you get to the top, it's literally just a huge rock, basically. And you get to this vantage point and it, you kind of go out and you look left and you can see the entire Boston skyline, like picturesque view. And you just pan right. You see Boston Harbor and then you keep going right. And it's, it's Quincy and, and, you know, and you keep going, right. It's just like a 360 view of, you know, then you get into the blue Hills, right. All the trees and the mountains and stuff. It's just, you get up there and it's a whole nother world. It, well, you, it, you can see New Hampshire from there sometimes. <laughs> Pretty cool. Really cool. We're selling you guys on coming, coming to new England. I know I got to find more spots like that. Cause there's, there's a couple around, but I got to drive pretty far. Um, but yeah, I, I want more of that in my life. More of those so, panoramics. Uh, so the first Narfest is going to have to be in new England then. Absolutely. It's not a bad like, idea. We'll do kingdom trails. Word. So I think I have to get my passport so I can avoid the tolls. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Drive to <through> Canada. <laughs> no, to <through> Canada. <laughs> yes. Just go right up and over. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Steve, honestly, thank you so much for doing this. Not once, but twice for <laughs> us. Um, it, it was my pleasure. It was great doing this and getting to know you better than I've already gotten to know you and looking forward to riding and continuing to just build the relationship. It's um, honestly, thank you for what you do in with Demba and mountain biking and advocacy, you know, um, you're a role model that people should look up to and, and, you know, be like, cause this sport would be much better. Thanks. Not that it's bad. But <laughs> those are great examples to live by. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. I I hope one day we can all get together and ride together. That would be fun. We are one hundred percent going to do that. Twenty twenty two, it's going to happen. That would be awesome. Yep. Nice meeting you as well. Nice to meet you all. That's nice to meet you. <laughs> all right, Tyler, sign us out. All right. Okay. Enjoy the evening. <laughs> yeah, you too. Uh, and thanks everyone for listening and uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks everyone. Thanks, Steve. At the recording? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'll be here That's this it. time. <laughs> Not going to lose oh. it. <laughs> All right. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Cheers. All right, Steve. We'll talk. Cheers. Have a wonderful night. Bye.